Let's do this. Let's do this. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Come on. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Matt Ryan's ready. Tannehill's ready. Everybody in the AFC West is up and ready. Dak's ready. Jalen Hurts is ready. Carson Wentz, even he's ready. Matthew Stafford. Oh, my arm. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Clemson head coach, Dabo Sweeney. Former NFL general manager, Thomas Dimitrov. Coming up. Former Pro Bowl center, Eric Wood. Plus your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. There's a certain energy with football being back. Certainly here in Los Angeles, California. There's something, something up. You know, and, and we're feeling it. We're feeling it. Have you seen the video of this apparently like giant uh, 3D interactive Aaron Donald billboard? No. I think it's down by LA Live. Oh, is that right? First off, Aaron Donald's scary, big monster. Right. He reaches out and grabs one of the Super Bowl rings. I love it. And it's like in oncoming traffic. And the ring is as big as his head. Pretty much. Yeah. Man, oh I'll man. retweet a video of it okay. right now. It's, it's crazy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, kick off tonight and... You know, I want to tell this story. Sean McVay and Les Snead today, it was announced. I, I think these deals got done a while ago, if I had to guess. They just decided to, you know, we'll hold it off. We'll announce good timing it. on the announcement. Well, I mean, you announce <laughs> it the day of, of the banner yeah, raising, of you know, which is Les Snead and Sean McVay have been re-upped and extended all the way through the 2026 season. And there's a banner raising tonight here in Los Angeles, California. And... It should not be lost about journeys. We always talk about, that's what we love about the NFL. It's a journey of a player, a journey of a team, or in this case, a general manager and a coach and a franchise and an organization. Uh, I, I flew back on the team plane, I'll say it again, on the Thursday night that the Rams, with their interim head coach, uh, John Fossil, went up to Seattle and got their asses kicked. And Jared Goff started... And this was when Todd Gurley was calling the Jeff Fisher offense and a high school offense, their best offensive player in, in Todd Gurley, called out the team for running what he called a high school offense. And he, 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 it was totally out of character for him to say anything like that publicly. And Jared Goff, their crown jewel, the first overall drafted quarterback, um, was, he, got his, he got his ass kicked, destroyed by Seattle. And that flight back, from Seattle to Los Angeles felt to me like it was 12 hours long. And it was like a funeral on the plane. And not a single soul in that, at least I didn't feel this way. I I didn't think in a million years I was on the team plane of a franchise who was about to turn things around to make not one but two Super Bowls in the next, what, six years. And not only that, but make a coaching hire that would be the envy of the rest of the league and also a blueprint of how you hire coaches and just don't even take a look at how young they are. That, that age is just a number. Don't It doesn't matter how young they are at all. And... That's what happened. Les Need and Kevin Demoff, their team president, they decided to hire Sean McVay. And look at him now. 
they're raising a banner here in a beautiful new stadium that was the host of last year's Super Bowl, and the whole football world is going to be watching tonight. Unbelievable. Unbelievable how that all worked out for the team. Just kind of wanted to tell that story here and how things can turn around for your team. That's the beauty of the NFL, too. Worst to first. Worst to first is entirely possible. You can't, you know, there's some teams that would be really shocking if it happens. And fan bases might feel down and out. You never know. It is truly the most you-never-know league there is. Really. And the Bills might have their opportunity starting tonight. Eric Wood is in town for that former Buffalo Bill. He is here, and we'll be talking to him in studio in about 15 minutes' time. And then there are players who have an opportunity for the brass ring. Anybody starting in the NFL, playing in the NFL, has an opportunity to make the most of their career starting in week one. You never know. Go out there and ball out. Suddenly you're not third on the depth chart. You're two on the depth chart. And then you're one on the depth chart. And then suddenly it's your free agency walk here and you get paid a ton of money. And then maybe you got a ring or two on your finger. And then who knows? You keep building, you keep building, you keep building. And you got a bust in Canton. I'm serious. These things happen. And then you got opportunities that come around again when you don't think that they're possible anymore. Another reason why people love the NFL. And those are the stories that we're, we're here for. Guys who get a chance again or making the most of an opportunity that might be their last. It's the brass ring. Who's going to grab it? I've got five. Mike Del Tufo, I need NFL Films music. The five most... Brass ringy opportunities of the 2022 season. Is that a, I don't know if that's a phrase. Uh, you made it one. These are the five, five most golden opportunities to grab that brass ring. How about them apples? That's better. Better? I like, I like it better. Uh, I kind of like brass ringy. <laughs> Number five on the list is Marcus Mariota. Who would have thought he'd have another shot at being a starting quarterback in this league? Maybe he did. Certainly when he was in Tennessee, drafted second overall. Remember that? He had a perfect passer rating in his first game. It was him against Jameis Winston in his first career game. Perfect passer rating. He was the Titans quarterback of the future, former Heisman Trophy winner out of Oregon. And then Ryan Tannehill took that opportunity, grabbed that brass ring for himself, and then Mariota wound up as a backup in Vegas, a backup for the Raiders. And then an opportunity comes around with Atlanta trading Matt Ryan to Indianapolis and Arthur Smith, formerly of Tennessee, saying, come here. Come here. They draft a rookie and Mariota could tell Desmond Ritter, not yet. Starting in week one against New Orleans. How about that? Mariota starting the season against Jameis Winston again. Amazing. I love that. You never know. That's what this league's about. And Winston's got a brass ring opportunity, but he's not in my top five because number four is a number two overall pick getting another opportunity of his own. And that's Mitchell Trubisky. You could say this is a better opportunity than the one that Mariota has in Atlanta with all due respect to the apparently banged up a little bit Drake London in number one tight end taken off the board. Number four overall pick from a couple of years ago, Kyle Pitts in year number two. Trubisky's got some he- some. Great weapons at his disposal in Pittsburgh. And a coach who's behind him and a defense that can play. 
and a coach that doesn't have losing seasons. Mitchell Trubisky's got another shot to start in this league. And it's for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who'd have thought he's the one that's going to start for the Steelers in the season after Big Ben says goodbye? Big Ben's not on the roster in Pittsburgh for the first time since 2003, and it's Mitchell Trubisky getting the start. That guy, who we all thought would never get another start again after the Bears let him go. Number three on this list is Baker freaking Mayfield. Yep. He has got a huge opportunity in Carolina, and the coach needs it to happen in the worst way. And he's got Christian McCaffrey, if he can stay healthy. And he's got DJ Moore. He has got, you've got a wide receiver and running back combination that is way up there on the list, if healthy. And Baker, if healthy, can lead this team. If he leads this team to the playoffs and beyond, what a brass ring opportunity this is. What if he tells Tom Brady, not this year? Sorry, Tom, you got to come back for another. You can sit here and say that's not happening, Rich. Oh, really? Oh, really? Because this guy was rubbing the belly of a dog on a podcast in the middle of the summer, and we're all like thinking, where's he going to wind up? He wanted to go to Indianapolis, and I thought that would have been a nice spot for him to go there, too. Wasn't in the cards for him. Carolina goes and gets him, and he's the starting quarterback against the Browns in week one. He said he didn't want to F him up, or he didn't say that to my colleague, Cynthia Freeland, but I bet you he really does. He feels it. That's his inner monologue. That's for damn sure. Number two brass ring opportunity is a guy that was right in the middle of the quarterback class atop the draft board who have gone on to amazing things. One guy made the Super Bowl last year, and the other guy has MVP talk all around him because he has been terrific the minute a needle went into the wrong spot of Terod Taylor's ribcage a couple years ago. You got Justin Herbert there in L.A., here in L.A., and you got him Joe Burrow there in Cincinnati, and Tua Tungo-Vailoa having all sorts of question marks around him. All sorts of question marks around him. Why do the Dolphins take him? He doesn't have a body or a game, a big enough game for the NFL, and now the Dolphins are after kicking the tires on Deshaun Watson 50 ways to Sunday and having Tom Brady on a boat, apparently, tampering with him since 2019. And Tua is still the last man standing, and they got Tyreek Hill for him, and they got Jalen Waddell there, his former teammate from college, and they got a a head coach who says he throws the most accurate ball he's ever seen. I mean, they are talking him up. They have put him in a terrific position to succeed. If he can grab that brass ring, and show the ability that he showed when the whole country was stunned and jaw on the floor when he took the reins of Alabama in the middle of the national championship game a few years ago. If that Tua shows up in the NFL, what an amazing opportunity he has to grab that. I don't know about you, but that looked like money. That's the brass ring number two. That's the most golden second most golden opportunity in the NFL this year. And number one. The most golden opportunity in the NFL. Nobody's talking about it. I don't think anybody's really talking about it. And it's amazing because this guy has the opportunity to do, to do something we have not seen in this league in 20 years, in two decades. It's the longest such drought in the history of the Super Bowl era in the NFL is going back 
to back as a Super Bowl winning quarterback, the most golden opportunity, the brassiest of brass rings to grab in the NFL in 2022 is the one staring right at Matthew Stafford starting tonight. Matthew Stafford, Mr. Detroit Lion, first overall pick out of Georgia, who couldn't win a playoff game there despite having Calvin Johnson. And then he comes to Los Angeles and everyone wonders, is he really good enough? Is he just living off that Georgia Bulldog fame from a decade and a half ago? People were literally thinking that at this point last year. And then he wins the Super Bowl. No look passing things to Cooper Cup, who had one of the greatest receiving seasons since Stafford had Calvin Johnson. Last two triple crown seasons at receiving. The quarterback, same guy. Can Matthew Stafford win it all again this year and become the first quarterback since Tom Brady in 03-04 to go back-to-back. And if he does it, you get yourself a bust in Canton, Ohio. Talk about a brass ring. Talk about a golden opportunity. I know there are others out there who need that opportunity to keep their jobs elsewhere in in the NFL. Jared Goff, the guy who was traded for Stafford, I think is one of them. And I just named four other guys who really can make the most of their second opportunities that they didn't expect or have to cash in their first opportunity like Tua. But nobody, nobody, not even Tom Brady, has the chance that Stafford has this year to go back-to-back in the NFL as Super Bowl champion. And Brady's already in the bus room in Canton, Ohio. Stafford wins this year, put him there. Those are the five most golden opportunities of the 2022 season. Going in. Am I missing anything, gents? Anybody? Hmm. I like Stafford being number one. That's nice. Because no one's really talking no. about him. No. Yeah. He could do it starting tonight. He's one of the most criminally underrated quarterbacks. I think people are talking about, like, years. well, Mahomes has got an opportunity, and, and Allen's got an opportunity, and Russ, what if Russ does what Peyton, that, uh, um, Peyton Manning obviously did last for Denver, but what Brady did was come to a new spot. And, you know, I'm talking up Derek Carr like crazy. And Herbert can win an MVP. Lamar Jackson. Kirk Cousins, uh, Michael Irvin's MVP, you know. Lamar. Lamar's a good one. Lamar's a good one. There's only one who can go back to back, and there's only one who could cement a place in Canton by doing so. That guy. You're starting quarterback for the banner-raising team tonight. Everybody on hold, stay on hold. We're going to have a conversation with Eric Wood, and then we will empty the phone banks before we... Let you go on the rest of your season opening Thursday in the NFL. Eric Wood, former Buffalo Bill offensive lineman, now an author. He will be joining us next in studio. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit, along with everybody else. And that includes my next guest, who's sitting to my to my right. Uh, nine seasons in the NFL. He was a first-round draft selection in 2009. Pro bowler, starting uh, center for the team. Two-time Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee, and he's now an author. Here's a book right here called Tackle What's Next. Our, own your story, stack wins, and achieve your goals in business and life. Eric Wood, who's calling the game on radio tonight for the Buffalo Bills fans to hear it, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Good to see you, sir. Yeah, it's a pleasure being with you, brother. You got it. I mean, we've spoken before, but uh, first time we're meeting in person. I know, this is fun. It is indeed good fun. So the expectation level for this team is insane it is through the roof and all of my colleagues uh, on nfl network we chose the bills to win it we had mina kimes of espn here yesterday she chose the bills to win it we had thomas dimitrov former gm of the falcons and so much more on the show last hour i said choose a roster you think that we'd be best equipped to win it. he chose the bills what 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 is how is that landing with the actual Bills organization in the locker room and the players, Eric? Well, I think I would look bad if I chose against them at this point. Then, if everyone right. else is, but you know the expectations have been high for a few years, and that's what Brandon built. Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott have built. Right. Sean McDermott came in. Brandon Bean came in. My last year with the Bills in 2017, they set the culture. They had to make some really tough decisions. They got rid of a bunch of guys in the building that had been there a while. And they've built it, starting with Josh Allen and a bunch of key pieces. And now it, it's amazing to me that Buffalo's now cool. Like, it's a cool spot to right. be and to play. And you're attracting guys like a Von Miller who comes in in free agency. And that's where you're seeing this team in this roster. They, they've built, they got pro bowlers at every position group besides running back and tight end. And they just signed Dawson Knox, who leads the league in touchdown catches for tight ends. Last year, they just signed him to a contract extension. But how are they handling it? Because, again, you got folks like my colleague across the way here and Chris Brockman that keeps talking about pressure, and I think it's going to roll off their back. But, you know, when January hits and games get tight or games in order to make January happen to the best of their ability, maybe as a one seed, which gets the only spot that gets a bye in our new playoff world, uh, 
when the pressure lands, how how is it? How are they handling the level of expectation? Best you can dip, tell being around the team. Eric? You know, I think internally it's business as usual, and these guys aren't necessarily focusing on the expectations. A lot of them are coming in this season with a bitter taste in their mouth at, at the way last season ended. With that final 13 seconds in Kansas City, they understand that two years in a row they get eliminated in Kansas City yes. at Arrowhead. They want to host an AFC Championship game in Buffalo this year, and they understand what that can do uh, to help them get over that hump. So, you know, I think it's business as usual. And Sean McDermott, the way he leads on a day-to-day basis with his consistency, I think that'll keep the guys level-headed. But I know they're excited about tonight to be on this big stage. And mm. I played in two primetime games, not a thir- not excluding Thursday night. I played in two primetime games in nine years when I was with the Bills. This year they have five primetime yeah. games alone before they get flexed. So the expectations are high, but I think internally they're handling it well. So how does McDermott, McDermott coach then? You, you just mentioned how he's consistent. Give me, give me some examples of that, if you don't mind. Yeah, because he's not a yelling, he's not a yeller, he's not a screamer, right. and so it's, but it's constant analysis every single day. He always preaches on a growth mindset. He was talking trust the process before Joel Embiid was, and mm-hmm. so each and every single day, it's a consistent approach. But this is a guy who wakes up at four some in the morning every single day, whether they're at the facility or not. He gets his workout in, and his consistency that he brings on a day to day basis, it rubs off on everyone else in the organization. Eric Wood here on the Rich Eisen Show. It's amazing that the defending Super Bowl champs who got better, by the way, who did not lose uh, their their head coach or general manager, usually that might happen, or they did lose their offensive coordinator, obviously, but they, they've lost their offensive coordinator before and replaced them with somebody who became a head coach again. You know, right? <laughs> right. Zach Taylor goes out, in comes Kevin O'Connell, now he's out. Uh, they got better. They got Bobby Wagner, they got Allen Robinson. We're talking about the Bills, and rightfully so because of how stacked they are. Right. But I mean, what a what a game tonight is. What is what is the challenge? Break it down for me. By the way, you're doing the first breakdown of a game, right? We haven't done that in seven months. Last people, last people we broke down was this was Super Bowl Fifty Six was a conversation. Yeah. So let, let's this is great. Let's talk about the game. What All right, let's break it down. Yeah. So two super talented rosters, and, and yes. you mentioned they returned so many key pieces off of that Super Bowl team last year. The only guy they really lose. Um, on either side of the ball would be on the lines, Von Miller mm-hmm. and then Andrew Whitworth. They're starting left tackle last year. He goes into retirement. You'll see him on TV now. And that's going to be an interesting matchup with Von Miller and Nopum on the outside. Can he withstand four quarters of a guy who's coming in to his former team and he's going to want to make a splash in this game? Von Miller's going to want to make a splash. And then you have maybe the best defensive player, maybe the best player in the NFL on the Rams defensive line and Aaron Donald who wants to show up in prime time here in this game as well. We always say those D linemen try a little bit harder in, in primetime games. So mm-hmm. that's going to be an interesting matchup along the lines. Starting cornerback Tredavious White is out for the Bills, all pro corner. He's going to be on the pup list to start the year. He'll yep. miss at least the four, first four weeks. And so when you look at a receiving core with Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup, who primarily plays in the slot, and so that'll be an interesting matchup with Taron Johnson. Uh, but when I look at it, this Bills pass rush is what held them back last year. And I say held them back. They're the number one defense statistically in the NFL. But against playoff teams last year in the regular season, mm-hmm. only five sacks against playoff teams. So of their 41 sacks on the year, five were against playoff teams. So they brought in a Von Miller, a Daquan Jones, a Tim Settle. They draft Greg Rousseau in the first round last year to get a consistent pass rush against good quarterbacks. And I think that's what can help out these 
two rookie cornerbacks in Kyrie Ilum and Christian Benford that'll mm-hmm. be starting for the Bills tonight. Eric Wood breaking stuff down. Former Buffalo Bill, now part of the Bills broadcast team, and now an author, and so much more going on in your life. We'll get to in a second right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Tom Brady spoke today, and we're going to play a soundbite for that before we get out of Dodge uh, on our Thursday program. Send you to SoFi, Eric. But uh, he's got some interior offensive line issues in front of him. You know, uh, How significant do you think that is? It can be significant because if you look back at the times in Tom Brady's career that he struggled, it's that interior pressure. Think back to the Eagles Super Bowl loss with Fletcher Cox coming right up the middle. He's great at stepping up in the pocket, but he's not super mobile to escape the pocket on the outside. So when it collapses from the inside, that could be an issue. And although Tom Brady's in his mid-40s, he throws the deep ball as well as anybody in the NFL, but that only happens with time. And so I think this year you're going to have to establish a run game. A lot of that's going to have to come off the play action because those guys on the interior, you know, you lose one of the best centers in the game and Ryan Jensen. Yep. That's a big deal. Well, I mean, and he can get, obviously, he can get rid of the football fast and he's got the weapons around him, but he's also a 45-year-old guy, right? And it's it, it just, they're, they're, I've laid my marker on the Bucks to win the NFC, and I've laid my marker on the Raiders to win the AFC West. And every single time I say that to somebody else in my in my world or the industry, I'm hearing their, their lines aren't going to be good enough to hold up. You yeah, know? and that makes that makes a big difference, and you know, especially with Tom Brady, because he's so good, you can't blitz him. Right. You know, if you blitz Tom Brady consistently, he's gonna burn you. We had Rex Ryan and with the Bills for two years playing against Tom Brady, and you'll get him at times with the blitz, but he's gonna find the gaps and he'll make you pay. So you can't blitz him. You've got to pressure him with a four-man pass rush, right. and a lot of that's got to be on the interior because, like I said, he can step up so well. As far as the Raiders' offensive line, they lose my boy Richie Incognito. He's he's off into retirement now. Mm-hmm. With their offensive line, if they can hold up, they have so many weapons they on should. the outside. Right. And then, to, I mean, like good luck if Devontae Adams uh, is active against you, right? And then Waller is active against you. And if you're you got to focus, you got to you got to focus on one of those two guys, right? right. You've got to shade to at least one of those two guys. And then Renfro, right? Renfro doing his, you know. Uh, tornado type maneuvers. Uh, that's that's why I, I I that's why I dig them a lot. And Max Crosby with with uh, with Chandler Jones. That's why I'm on them. But everybody keeps saying their line stinks. Uh, literally, those are the words that come back at me from talent evaluators and general managers or anybody else who I've been talking to. Yeah, and that division's just so stacked that who knows who's even going to come out of that division. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when you're looking at Super Bowl chances, MVP chances. That division's going to beat each other up. I had Nate Hackett, who was with me in Buffalo, head coach of the Broncos. I had him on my podcast. Yes. And I said, you getting any sleep preparing for all these pass rushers? And he's like, no, it's no joke. I take this job, and everybody in the division goes out and gets him a high-priced free agent fun got to go rush the passer as well but that's what happens when you load up on quarterbacks and playmakers the easiest way to combat that isn't necessarily go out and find the next Jalen Ramsey or Tredavious White a lot of the the best way to do it is to go find pass rushers Eric Wood here on the Rich Eisen show so you had um you had as you called him Nate Hackett uh on the Eric am I supposed to call him Nathaniel no 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 (laughs) Uh, but it just shows you well I mean you know so many people call Brady Tommy and it's just like okay you've been around him so me and Nate were neighbors in 20 2009 when I got to the bills he was quality control with the bills yeah and we were neighbors so to me he'll always be Nate and what an opportunity he's got in front of him I mean this is a major moment for his first head coaching opportunity and Russell Wilson is acquired 
for his first opportunity. There's new owners there, you know, right. the the Walton family who just found another billion dollars under their couch cushion while they were chilling <laughs> out with Commissioner Goodell. You know, so you put it all together and he's got an incredible opportunity in front of him. What what is his uh, what, what's his readiness level in your estimation for this, Eric Wood? Yeah, I think it's excellent. And, and when you look, he's learned under the floor. He's been under Doug Marone. He's been around. His dad was a coach in the NFL. He grew up in the coaching industry. Well, his his dad was the the coach that was that that was before Pete Carroll at USC. Right. I mean, his, I mean there's so many different levels that Paul Hackett was around. So obviously, he's got the pedigree. But what about? The moment that's arriving, game management, NFC, AFC West uh, opportunity is 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 remarkable for him. So yeah, he, yeah, he's got so much experience in this league. You never know with a first time head coach. You never know exactly how that's going to go. Right. And with him calling plays and being so in tune to the offense as well, he's going to have a lot on his plate. It helps that you got a veteran quarterback and a guy you trust on the field and Russell Wilson. And then he surrounded himself with an excellent staff. And from everyone I've talked to in that building, they love the energy that Nate has brought into the building. You know, and nothing against the old staff. It's just not the same upbeat energy that you get from Nate Hackett, where the guys get excited to come to work each day. I mean, you're talking about a guy who taught hip hop dance classes. I mean, okay, Nate's what? fun. Say what? <laughs> what? I didn't know that. What? Keep going. What do you mean? So Nate was a, uh, what was he? He's like a, Nuclear, he's like almost like a, he's like a mad scientist, you know, super, super intelligent guy. And then he got into teaching hip hop dance classes prior to coaching uh, in college. Huh. So he can move is what you're saying? He can move. And, you know, you'll only catch that at maybe like the rookie show. You might talk him into it. He's not standing up in front of team meetings each and every day, busting out dance moves, but He's, well, he's got some rhythm. I mean, we've seen NFL films, wow. moments captured in locker rooms, celebratory locker rooms, you know, Andy Reid dabbing like it looked like he pulled his back muscle, you know. Yeah. And Mac we, Brown. Yeah, we've, we've, yes, you know, <laughs> or, right, or even college basketball, right, with Roy Williams, you know, sneaking into the locker room. But so you're saying Nate, well, Nathaniel, because I don't really know him, Hackett has a hip-hop dancing background that will we may actually see on display of some sort. He does, and and for a second I was thinking maybe I blew his cover, but then I remembered he talked about this on my podcast I did with him. So Eric, it's yeah. okay, man. Yeah. So no, 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 he's just, got some rhythm, and, and hopefully this uh, this gets out there bigger now, so that he can uh, he can show those moves on the sideline. Maybe they get a little locker room dance video. Let's of him. ride. Do we have a whole Let's new meeting? Ride. Let's ride, Rich. I did. Oh, I did yes, see an interview with him where he asked Sierra Russell Wilson's wife about yes. being in a video. So we oh, Nath- Nath- Nate Nathaniel, yes, he does. Hackett. What Eric's saying is correct. He apparently he's got the moves like Jagger, and he did talk to Sierra about, about possibly being in the video. So we might get that collab. How can he not wind up in it? Yeah. Did that influence the decision to bring in Russell Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> Could have sealed the deal. I think Could've he said he deal. was more. Russ right. is like, I don't know. Do I want to go to Denver? Do I not? Well, you know what? I taught hip hop dance classes in college. It's sold. Let's ride. <laughs> yeah. Let's ride. Let's ride. And this is how we go. Okay, very good. Uh, Eric Wood here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk about your book, sir. Tackle what's next. Own your story, stack wins, achieve your goals in business and life. Um, there's uh, the book right here, forward by Sean McDermott. Very nice. So, uh, what what do you want people to know about this book and what they can glean from this? Uh, yeah. So this book is on transition. So little backstory: 2017, I signed a contract extension before the season with the Bills. I'm the only player on the team to play every single snap that year, and my career ends at the end of the year. They find uh, after our playoff game, trying to get cleared for the Pro Bowl, find a career-ending neck injury. 
disc and bone sitting in my spinal cord. Um, and, and no matter what, I can't come back and play football. And so that set me on a transition out of football that so many over these last couple of years because of COVID and whether it's career, relationships, whatever it may be, we're always in this constant period of transition. I started a podcast called What's Next with Eric Wood, got a bunch of coaching, learned from mentors and compiled it all into this book that I think can serve people in a way in their life to whether whether you had this catastrophic catastrophic event or you simply just want to make your tomorrow better than your today. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of great lessons from very influential people on my life in that book. And it's fun football stories from coaching moments, playing for Sean McDermott and Rex Ryan to Bobby Petrino in college. And then podcast guests that have ran across the board that have just made a huge impact on my life. Mm, so one day you're, you're thinking you got your whole career ahead of you, you sign your contract, you haven't missed a game. And then somebody's like, you, you can't play anymore. Yeah. What was that day like for you? It was wild. So I had driven back to Louisville. My, my wife was pregnant with my son, Garrett, who's now four. And so she had driven back to Louisville already. She was back in town. She was going to deliver in Louisville. And I can't blame her because it was a January due date. And to that point, we were mm -hmm. playing in the longest playoff drought in all of pro sports. Mm -hmm. So she did not assume that we would make the playoffs that year. So she scheduled it for, for uh, a delivery in Louisville. So I drove back. And 50 minutes before my son was born, I get the call that my career is over. So a whirlwind of a day. Uh, nurse comes in. And my wife's upset. She's crying a little bit. And nurse comes in and said, honey, it's not going to hurt that bad. Leslie said, it's not about the baby, you know, so we right. had one of those fun, but we laugh now, but we didn't, we weren't laughing as hard at the time, but right. you know, I just had so many people pour into me through this transition, getting into broadcast, some different business opportunities that this book is a way for me to honor many of those individuals. Hmm. And what'd you learn? So much, so I mean, much. Because I mean, there's so many people who just be, you know, it'd be difficult to, to transition and, or find the strength transition. I mean, and find the ability to to dig in. Certainly, if you only know one thing, which you know, right. one assumes with football players, you you're you're great at football, and then maybe not so great, or think you can be as great at other things. Right. And we talk about transitioning so much. I mean, next week we've got Nate Boyer here, and that, that's what his mm -hmm. MVP is all about. You know, is transitioning and with Glazer transitioning out, out of either the military into your next life or out of sports to your next your next gig, and I, I, I'm fascinated by the subject. Yeah, so the thing I talk about often is finding success in all buckets of life. So that's right. finance and career, that's spiritual, emotional, relational, physical. And when you can successfully fill those buckets, you're going to feel more fulfillment in your life. You're going to set yourself up to be more successful in that transition. You're going to prepare mm -hmm. yourself for that. And that looks like so many different things. But when you come from a, a life in pro sports or military or a business where you've worked the same job for so long, mm -hmm. you have a built-in routine that now you have to recreate. And I think that's where you see a lot of pro athletes, former military, they get caught in this rut because mm -hmm. for the first time in their life, they don't wake up with a clear purpose in the morning. And they don't have their values stated on the wall like they had in the Buffalo Bills facility every day when we walked in. And so being able to create some core values in your life, get into a routine, Stack wins is what I call it, but get mm -hmm. some habits each and every day that can benefit you in all buckets of life, and you will start to find fulfilling opportunities come your way. Well, you're not just stacking wins; you're, you're stacking seasoning. It appears right here. Oh we've yeah, got five. Uh, we've got five bottles of seasoning right here. What, what do we? What What is Dano's seasoning? So Dano's seasoning is a company that I partnered up with, and, and Dan Oliver created this seasoning. It's Low sodium, no sugar, gluten-free, zero yeah. calorie. And for me, I had to go from 
310 pounds and lose some weight. That was going to be the best thing for my neck. And then moving forward, it's not healthy for me to carry a bunch of extra weight. So yeah. throughout that transition, try to get on a much healthier eating journey. Dano seasoning allows you to bring a ton of flavor to food, some healthy mm-hmm. foods that will nourish your body, give you that energy. Mm-hmm. But not add a bunch of calories and crap in the meantime. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at some of these bottles here. Uh, everything bagel, which I used to be. I used to be everything bagel right here. No, you no, no everything anymore? Uh, no bagel. Oh, no bagel. No Trying bagel to stay away, you know? Put that uh, on your eggs. I'm 53. With the, I got, Oh, that's not a bad that idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm 53 without an ish going on, you know? I feel you. Uh, and then Hot Chipotle, which was my nickname in high school. <laughs> it's perfect. That's a lie. I'm sorry, it's not. We got a new brand ambassador. <laughs> Hi, my name is Rich Hot Chipotle Eisen. How's that sound? That's good. Perfect. Okay, very good. Everybody, uh, so Danos, you can get them where all seasoning is acquired. Is that where you can go? Is yeah, so national retail now, Amazon okay, through the website. Uh, but Dan has an awesome story. You know, he created the company himself. He's big on TikTok, huh? Huge on TikTok. Two and a half million followers about seasoning on TikTok? Ooh, the hell? Well done, Dano. Give okay. him a follow. All right. Well, TJ, you can't give him a follow because you're not really on TikTok. Our social media, <laughs> our social media guys, are anti TikTok over there. I don't know. My 14 year old son's like, get, get, get your TikTok game. He's going. more LinkedIn than TikTok. Are yeah. you more LinkedIn? You're not even LinkedIn. You're not LinkedIn either, right? <laughs> I mean, you're not LinkedIn. Like he, Eric, he said it himself. His 14 year old son in TikTok. Obviously, right. I'm not 14, so I therefore it. I don't well, have working, a handle. It's working for Dano uh, and all his seasoning, yeah. man. <laughs> I don't mean to involve you in my problems. Oh, you're okay. all good. Uh, hey, have a great time tonight at the game. Let's uh, talk throughout the season. I have a Let's feeling the it. Bills are going to be relevant, Eric. You know, I mean, I've got that sense. That I spidey so. sense is going off that they're going to be relevant. At Ewood70 on Twitter and Instagram. The new book, Tackle What's Next, Own Your Story, Stack Wins, and Achieve Your Goals in Business and Life. Available starting October 11th. Whenever, where all books are sold, but you can pre-order it right now. Check out What's Next with Eric Wood podcast, and then, of course, the Dano seasoning. you got a lot going on on your plate. Thanks for taking time out here today. Yeah, my pleasure. That's Eric Wood right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Tom Brady, what does he have to say about the uh, possibility of this being his last year? Is asked that directly, and then we'll take your phone calls and get you set for tonight. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
You can listen to the NFL on the NFL app, on the Odyssey app, or westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. And it's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. <laughs> Uh, Chris Godwin says that he is going to be a likely game time decision Sunday night. Saw that. Ah, yes, the fantasy conundrums already starting, baby. (laughs) Already starting. Chris Godwin. Everyone's like, ah, Chris Godwin. You know, he's out there. No knees brace. Ah, he's out there. This, that, the other thing. Oh, he might be out there. And then all of a sudden, it's time to start playing football. And he puts on the "Don't Touch Me" jersey. He's a likely game time decision Sunday night. You're going to start him. And then, of course, there's the whole concept of what's it, what, what, what's it called? Oh, yeah, actual football? That Tom Brady will not have Chris Godwin at his disposal? Right. That uh, that could be what we call significant going against a Cowboys defense that going into the season appears to be the strength of that organization? Julio time, baby. <laughs> and Julio stepping in on Sunday night. Here we go. Julio anytime TD. Let's go, Mike. There we go. <laughs> oh, God. You're already talking about the non-game aspects of the gaming aspects? <laughs> like like Gabe Davis like calling, plus 120. Calling tonight. gambling the non-gaming aspects of the gaming aspects is kind of like calling your knees your upper, your lower elbows. And then there's Thomas Brady himself. He, had, he met with the media today. Here's what Tom had to say because he was at, he's gonna be asked this question. Maybe this is the last time he's asked this question. Because what are you going to ask him in the middle of week three, week four, week five? But, but what you, if they're you, struggling? Yeah, uh, you don't think you have the temerity to say, "Yeah, you're struggling." Is this your, your last year? I think this is you get your last licks in right now. Is this your last year? Now, broadcasters who get to see Brady for the first time uh, all season, and they're doing a national broadcast, might get that crack in there. Week seven, week eight. How are you feeling, Tom? In the meeting, you mean? Yeah, in the meeting yeah, before yeah, the game. Okay. They, they might get their crack at saying, hey, Tom, yeah. off camera, how are you feeling? You thinking this is your last year? Yeah, and then right close. around the third quarter of a blowout, like, well, he spoke to Brady, and this is what he had to say. Maybe. Like, that's maybe where you get your, your licks in, but this is kind of like last licks. Yeah. Asking Brady prior to the season, is this your last season? What's he thinking? I think we're all getting one day older at a time. So, you know, we're all not sure whether we're going to be here next year or not. You know, this is a reality for every player, every coach, every parent. Um, you know, you just never know. So we should all take advantage of the opportunity that we have, which is the one we have in front of us now. Ah, the very nice Tom Brady version of the Kyle Shanahan. We could all be dead by Sunday. <laughs> but still. Brady looks kind of thin, huh? Yeah, he looks, he looks thin, dude. He's, he's a lot of stress. I don't think so. You know what it looks like to me? Looks thin. He looks he like a 45-year-old guy in the best shape of any 45-year-old guy in the I history mean, of 45-year-old guys. Maybe, he but, maybe you know, still. there's a lot going on in your life. You know, you're not eating. Well, you're, not, yeah. you're not sleeping. Dude, I have a Only feeling. one avocado a day. On, guys. This guy's got a plan. He's got a regimen. He fumbles it every single day. Three. Yeah. Just you think about, I mean? could you imagine being Tom Brady? Yeah, well, well, but just imagine. No, no, just imagine the discipline it takes. Last night I had, was having dinner. Last night I'm so stuffed. 
You know, I, I had my workout yesterday. Yeah. I had my workout. No, just let, let me. We're okay. both, Tom and I are both Michigan men with a lot of ish going on. So let me just compare myself. <laughs> let me just go for it. So <laughs> let me just go for it. So yesterday I do my Pilates. Shut up. No, no. You try it. No, no. I've done it. Okay. Hard. I'm doing well, my Pilates. Hard. Hard. I, I was talking to you. I had acupuncture from my neck because yeah. I, you know, I got a lot of ish going on. Great. You know, so so I'm I'm going through all that. And I'm thinking to myself, it was such a tough workout. I'm like, you know what I'm thinking to myself? I'm thinking, tonight, I'm going to go to dinner. I'm going to dinner. I, I'm going to get a burger. You know, I haven't had one in a while. Oh. I'm going to go for it. So I splurged. I splurged. And I went for the burger. Went eat, for the burger. the whole bun? Of course yeah. I did. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Oh. You, know what I, you know what I did? You know what I did? It's about halfway Oof. through the eating of the bun because it was one of those. Brioche buns. Brioche. It's a brioche oh. bad boy. A brioche oh. bad boy. Oh, okay. Oh. And uh, so. Uh, I'm having the brioche, and uh, halfway through, because they cut it in half like it was eight. I don't know. That's how they served it. And so uh, (laughs) I had the first with the brioche and everything, and then, you know, second one, I'm like, you know, maybe I should. So I started eating it with with a fork a little bit, and then then I screw it. Started dipping the brioche into the ketchup just by itself, (laughs) hoping that Susie wouldn't notice. (laughs) Uh, So long story short is I do all that, and then then dessert comes to the table for, you know, just like as a chef wanted to do this sort of thing. Cake? Helps to have Al Michaels across the table for me. So long story short, uh, uh, there was cake. Cookies and ice cream that came. Jeez, all three. And I'm thinking to myself, I've already splurged. I can't do that. Of course I went in. Tom Brady. Start, bench, cut. Cookies, cake, ice cream. uh, Start, cookies, bench, 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 uh, cake, and and cut the ice cream. Wow. Cut ice cream? Wow. It was fancy. It was fancy. It wasn't like. Okay. I'm just saying this. Imagine you're Tom Brady. You can't have any of those moments ever. The workout is followed by what? Okay, water, avocados, this, that, the other thing. What you you think he's not around that other stuff? He's around kids. What do you think his kids only eat that stuff? You think none of that? Hold on a minute. You think there's nothing in a pantry in the Brady pantry? You. You think there's I, nothing in the Brady pantry? I don't think there's I don't nothing. Think they, they don't Come on, he's got children. I, I don't think there's Coca-Cola yeah, and yeah. Captain Crunch. But, you no, know what I mean? I know that, but, no it, but there might be something that's definitely off, the, of Oates, off the reservation. I don't know. I can't imagine having that discipline. Damn near yeah. 350 of the 365 days. You might, what, do you have a cheat week? Cheat week? Cheat hour. <laughs> Get some taco. Cheat hour? I don't know, man. I mean, even The Rock has a cheat day, so... <laughs> But yeah, well, the, the, the Rock is yeah. With all due respect to the Rock, here I go. All due respect to the Rock. The Rock doesn't have to face the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night at age forty-five. Good point. You know, he's got. I'm sure what he does is incredibly physically demanding. What have you? I but mean, he's, not, he's not fifty. Put, look at him. He's yeah, not yeah, putting yeah, four, dude. Uh, I've I've seen him recently. <laughs> you know, with, with my own Aaron eyes. Donald. But uh, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, but he's not he's not trying to avoid Micah Parsons Sunday night, is he? For the whole good, country watching? That's a good point. So let's just wrap up the show with this. Uh, what time is it in Japan, Chris? Oh, great question. Well, it's probably because last time Zach from Japan called in, we hopped on the phone line and he was snoring. I mean, he was out. Yeah. Like we've never in our eight-year history, of the show said, "Hey, you're on the air," and we heard somebody snoring. It's seven minutes to four a.m. Oh my god! And this god, poor bastard's been hanging on for two hours. <laughs> oh. Zach in Japan, are you awake? Yep, I'm still here. Zach! Hey! Yeah. Uh, were you cutting Z's yesterday when we took Coxies. your? Were you cutting Z's? 
Yeah, I can't lie, Rich. I'm 33, and I've got a lot of ish going on. <laughs> <laughs> my man. Yesterday was a long day, and I didn't anticipate being on hold. So, uh, for okay. That long, so. God bless you. Stay on. I mean, you've been on hold for for this whole show. I've got about 60 seconds. You've got the floor. What's on your mind, Zach? In Japan, now that you're awake, you got it. I just want to tell you and your team. Uh, I think you need to put some respect on my Titans' name. Okay. Uh, number one seed, Coach of the Year, the Diminisher. You know, Austin Hooper, uh, Traylon Burks, and uh, nobody's mentioning us, so I'm not feeling that. Zach, <laughs> Zach, are you saying don't sleep on the Titans? Is that literally what somebody who is caught snoring on hold <laughs> is telling us right now? Do not sleep on a team. Is that in your team? Is that what you're Zach telling me? News on my team. Okay, that is what I'm saying. Zach, are you from? Are you from Tennessee? Uh, I went to school in Tennessee. I went to Vanderbilt. I'm from Virginia, though. Okay. okay. Nice. Zach in Japan. You can't spell Zach. Well done. Don't worry, Well done. Thanks, brother. Well done. God bless. Great return engagement. What a story. We just told a whole narrative from one show to the next. Huh? You can go from dead ass sleeping to wide awake and making a point on the Rich Eisen show. I think that's the inspiration for everybody entering the NFL season. He just went from worst to first. <laughs> he did. He did. Zach in Japan is an allegory for the NFL season that begins tonight. Let's go. Thanks for taking in this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. When we next chat, we're breaking down the results of an actual football game. We're back on YouTube in a sec. <laughs> 